We don't play the social game. We are social. Power 98.5. You're listening to Power 98.5, powered by United Angels Dream, your number one resource for public relations, entertainment, and multimedia. Contact them today at unitedangelsdream.com. Prepare yourself. Okay, let's go. Empowering listeners from the US to the UK. Live on air with Stephen Cuoco. Make it until tonight. I'll stay with you, darling. We can share the light. We'll drink till the morning. Just you and me. When the stars come out and we'll be free. If we can just make it, I know it starts to see. We'll be together. That's how you do an intro, Mr. Calum Kerr. Yes, sir. And thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, thanks so much for reaching out. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Tell me more about this. I was totally taken back that when I Googled you and found this track eventually, I did not expect it to be very house or techno. Uh, yeah, um, I literally just started uh, learning how to produce music this year. And uh, I, as someone who likes to learn as they go and learn by doing, I thought I'm just going to make a dance track and learn on the way. And uh, this was the product at the end. Uh, so it was a, a learning curve and I made loads of mistakes, but I picked up so much uh, production experience. And uh, I was really happy with, with the end result. And, you know, it's led to me now working on a bunch more songs with a lot more, a lot more cool people. So it's, it's been really cool and, and a great experience so far. I love it. Absolutely love it. So what came first, music or acting? Music first. Uh, not professionally, though. I, I started uh, music at nine, ten years old in school. Uh, I started with classical guitar lessons, which I hated um, because I just time play like fallout boy and green day and stuff <laughs> um nirvana you know i just wanted to shred an electric guitar and back then um in we call it primary school it's elementary school uh they wanted us to learn all the classics so um my intro to guitar wasn't ideal for me but uh it kind of gave me the thirst to learn uh, my own stuff and then uh, i got into acting a few years ago and um did a few kind of acting slash musical projects and uh, it slowly just transitioned into wanting to produce my own stuff. And, uh, and here we are today. It's, it's working for you. And why I say that, uh, to look at your photos, to look at your Instagram, to look at what's out there, it doesn't surprise me because you have a total Vanderpump rules vibe about you. <laughs> uh, thanks very much I, i'll let them know there's a <laughs> we've got some competition <laughs> i really i like that's the first thing i thought of was lisa vanderpump and vanderpump rules i'm like this guy's got to either get on bravo or or something because man you would take the u.s by storm uh 
thanks very much, man. I, uh, I love the US. I used to live in Austin, Texas. Um, and it's like a second home to me. And obviously that's such a huge musical scene. So, um, yeah, I'd love the, the opportunity to do some work over there. I'm tied up with work here at the moment, which I love. Um, but that's, you know, that will come to an end at some point. I think, uh, maybe a little venture across the ocean might be in store. I hope so. Come on. I mean, there's gotta be fans out here. You've, you've got us fans, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, the, the, this tune actually, you know, it, I think it got about 30,000, 35,000 streams on Spotify and, and, you know, a few more on Apple music and stuff. But what's crazy is when you go into the, the details, like these streams are coming from all over the world, which is really cool. Um, and then I also did a couple of American TV shows, which really helped. So yeah, so I've got a little bit of a base over there so far. Um, but yeah, I mean, the States, States are huge and each state is so different. So I'd love to explore the whole place a little bit more and yeah, maybe hopefully play some music when, when we're allowed crowds in a venue again. <laughs> uh, it's, it's usually the number one question because of, you know, the, the climate of what our world is going through. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, do I want to go there and, and ask, but, uh, you know, not to be redundant on it. And it would be very curious is what has the pandemic, uh, what has it done? How has it affected you, your career or the business in general out there in the UK? Um, so in terms of TV film, everything was halted in, in May. So, uh, you know, it wasn't ideal for a lot of people. Uh, it's coming back though. Um, you know, it was, it was looking sticky for a second, but everything's coming back and, and everyone's doing things safely. And, um, the, for me personally, it gave me a really good platform to, you know, it was for the first time in years, I just had all this time on my hands. So as I was learning music production, I could just wake up in the morning and do it until I went to bed at night. So actually I think I, I kind of leaped ahead of where I would have been with music during the lockdown and having basically nothing to do and not being able to leave the house. So I kind of, yeah, you know, I, I made lemonade out of the lemons, but, um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and I know, you know, not to be insensitive to anyone who suffered because obviously it's a, a tragedy worldwide, but, um, you know, I was, I was very lucky to be healthy and, and, uh, so I just used my spare time to, to do something creative and, uh, something that I really enjoyed. And I think something that, uh, you know, with the music production, something that I'm going to be doing for a long time. So I kind of really enjoyed having the time off by the end of it. I was really ready to get back to work and leave the house, but, um, yeah, for, 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 for a while it was, it was good. Any new tracks you're going to be debuting before the end of the year? Are you going to be, uh, doing what a lot of musicians are, uh, how they're doing it here in the, in the States once a month, they've got a track going out. Is that what you're planning on? Do you have a full EP coming out? Yeah. So um, at the moment, I'm I'm studying um, at a school called Icon Collective. I'm studying music production. Um, so I'm going to be doing that pretty much full time, as well as uh, as acting on this show that I do in the UK called Hollyoaks. Um, but yeah, in the meantime. Uh, I'm currently working on tracks with two different artists uh, and they should be coming out pretty soon. So I've not got a particular kind of one a month schedule. If anything, I'd like to be releasing more than one a month because, uh, you know, I'm 
it down to a record contract. I don't have to. I don't have to go through. You know, I don't have to jump through any hoops or anything to get things released. So at the moment, I'm just trying to make the best music possible and get it out as quickly as as I can. Um, so yeah. So hopefully by the end of the year, maybe three or four. Hopefully more. What platform works for you the best? Spotify, Apple Music. Where have you found your yeah. best success? I think Spotify. I think so far. I mean, I've you know I've only released this one track, um, which is a bit of a tester, but uh, Spotify definitely has been has been great for me. Um, but saying that, since then, my since releasing that one, my following has gone up over all the platforms by quite a lot. So we'll see. I think most people are using Spotify and Apple Music these days. Um, I had a few. Had a few on um amazon music which is cool um but there's so many platforms these days you know even soundcloud and um there's like hype machine and stuff like that where people can listen for free and and they have their own kind of private privatized charts and stuff so there's so many different places where people can hear music so i'm just going to blast it out on all of them and, and see what happens absolutely and uh you using a distribution company or are you self-publishing <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm self-publishing uh, through a website called DistroKid, which is like a lifesaver for anyone who's independent because they basically blast it out over all the platforms and then send you back detailed information of how it's performing on each one. So it's been really good, man. And I think uh, this day and age, I'm sure, as you know, it's getting easier and easier to do things on your own, you know, with like the likes of YouTube and TikTok and Instagram, like the self-promotion game is the best it's ever been. So websites like DistroKid have been super helpful. And um, yeah, I think I'll just, I'll just keep doing it independently until <laughs> there's a good enough offer to do it for a label. And if not, then I'll just, you know, just keep doing it independently because I, I enjoy it. I've already got, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a following. And um, as soon as I can, I'll get back to, to doing some live stuff. The good thing about DistroKid from what I'm aware of with their reputation is you keep 100% of your publishing rights compared to other uh, platforms. This one works well and the reviews uh, for and about it have been incredible. Yeah, everyone I know in the in the music game seems to like to use DistroKid. So as far as I'm aware, as long as they don't change anything, then I'll be using them for a while. And that you know, they don't sponsor me or anything, but uh it's just been such a great platform for me as an independent artist that I don't see, you know, I don't see myself needing to use anything else for now, at least. But yeah, I mean, what what is it like over your end, you know, being on the radio and stuff? Do you mostly you know, what are you seeing? Are you seeing mostly record label hits coming out or are you seeing more and more independent artists kind of breaking through? Where I totally support is independent artists. Why? Is because artists really need to not only take the power back in their own hands, but be able to know how to do business and do business well. The number one problem, and this is something I spoke with my representative about, it's what's come out in the media uh, you know, as you probably know mm -hmm. of Fox, NBC covered it, Vents Magazine, and uh, what is it? Uh, Chicago Finance, New York Finance, and, and uh, going to be on Yahoo Finance soon. Uh, that, you know, in the music business, there's the whole pay-per-play scheme. I am not for that. The reason why, and I don't know if you've heard of this, is everything and everyone has back-end deals. This is why, you know, back in the 80s, 90s, even earlier than that, record companies were so powerful and are still powerful because 
they they pay for all the expense or management pays the expense right up your hair makeup's covered video studio time uh you know producing sure. all of that but the problem is is people get into hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt there's a music mm-hmm. artist that I know of that is in debt for around 400,000 and this artist is not making any money uh this person's got good traction the numbers are good but you it takes what you make a dollar on uh I'm and I'm assuming I I have the number somewhere or at least I had it memorized I think it's 255 streams like you need a couple hundred just to make a dollar placements <laughs> placements is where to go and it's something that I recommend for you to look into check into uh since you're on IMDb IMDb Pro, look into film productions, Google and search uh, any new film productions, independent film productions, and find out what type of music they're using. Reach out to the producer, the director, uh, anyone that's on a team or handles that sort of content and see if you can, uh, your music either matches up or you can create something uh, for that. And placements is where you can make anywhere from fifteen hundred to over ten thousand dollars. You can make well more uh, amount of money and a greater living mm-hmm. through placements through television, film, independent film than you may through streaming. But just to backpedal a little bit, Calum, before I get off track, is uh, what you're doing is good. What you're doing is what millions of music artists are doing. And you need to to avoid uh, debt, uh, to mm-hmm. to ask questions, and uh, just be very very mindful that you are aware that these corporate companies and major music, uh, you know, industry is your real estate, and they have to think to themselves, how can I get a return on my investment, and and with that, it, it comes with a cost, creativity. Um, identity. And I think we not, I don't just think, I know for a fact what you're doing, uh, once again, along with millions, not hundreds, not hundreds, millions of other music artists is you're finding that you're able to stick to your narrative. You're able to keep your, uh, your true identity to what you want it to be, how you want, want it to be and how you see it. Then going in and having it manufactured and someone saying in order for you to be this, in order for you to have this, we need to turn you into this. And that's where a lot of the emotional, mental illness and chaos starts happening. Absolutely. Well, you see some of the biggest artists now. I mean, you know, everyone calls Kanye West crazy half the time. But, you know, whether you whether you agree with his ramblings or not, he's fighting at the moment for artists to have their own to have their to, to have the rights to their own creations. Um and I think basically rightly so and it's just a shame that it's taken this long to get to the point where artists can have 100 percent right of their you know of whatever they release especially if they're independent but you know you've got people who've been stuck on these record deals for years and years and you know they might even write 10 songs to get out of their record deal but then the record label says oh we don't think these 10 songs are the ones that we want to release on our record on our label so you have to write another 10 and maybe come up you know so you can get really stuck for for decades 
it's um in those in those positions but um you know luckily i've got i've got a good team around me and and i've had plenty of experience with contracts with uh with acting work so hopefully um hopefully i'll be fine but i really appreciate the heads up and the and the advice and you know that's what i'm here for it's to just if need be the first one to to call it out i don't mind because that's that's my passion. It's, it's my duty. It's what I choose to, to be of my duty and responsibility to let you know as a consultant advisor, as a professional to say, here are your options. Here are things for you to consider. Uh, the way of doing business of the whole smoke and mirrors of, you know, shellacking everything and, and painting a picture. The number one question is, is that picture, is that theme, is that narrative your real identity, how long are you going to fit into that? How long can you fit into that? And is it possible to sustain? And that's why less than a fraction of 1% of 8 billion people will ever be on a stage or a platform such as Kanye West or Shawn Mendes or an Ariana Grande. Uh, For sure. it, it, It takes more than a team. It takes mm-hmm. your team to communicate with you. And so, you know, if you were to ever acquire management in music, uh, I always say this and I have no problem being redundant about it. They need to, one, stay in their own lane. Number two, they are to be the financial investor or angel investor in you. Management that come in that are handling your booking, they're handling your PR, they're not supposed to be doing any of that. So for you, as you're going forward, if you are able to do this financially on your own, excellent. If you ever get a angel investor or a manager, make sure they're writing those daddy Warbucks checks and make sure you're not getting yourself into hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt. Yeah, absolutely. The two things, lastly, to close on that, and I'll let you take the mic, is make sure you've got an exceptional booking agent that works 24-7 around the clock because that's your money generator of what they're responsible for. And if Mm -hmm. either represent yourself or get yourself a good representative that can help enlighten you, educate you, and to facilitate great leadership and advisement behind the scenes because this is 99 point percent development and one percent performance yeah yeah it was all it's all good all good um all good stuff to think about and um you know i'd be be lying if i said i was any kind of an expert in the industry so yeah any kind of uh, heads up or advice is is very well received on my end so i appreciate i appreciate you going through all that and i may have to call you back at some point and say what was that thing you said about booking agents <laughs> i'm <laughs> um, always here you can call yeah. me at any time <laughs> no i appreciate that a lot um but yeah so i'm i feel like you know i'm at the start of this journey and i'll i'll see where it takes me and and hopefully there's a good work-life balance with uh with some decent wonga to be made in the middle so we'll see but it's all very exciting I'm, I'm loving every moment so far i'm not worried for you which let's go into holly oaks i have not heard of that show i'm a huge british television watcher and this this one soap opera uh mm-hmm. hasn't come to the table or my awareness until i came across you 
Yeah, so um, they're actually they've they've been doing a really good job um, in the last over the last twenty five years uh, in the UK. We t- we used to have five TV channels, and obviously this this was before the digital age, where now we have hundreds and we have Netflix and Amazon Prime and, and all that. But back in the day, we'd have five channels, and every evening each channel would show a different soap opera. And they would all compete for who was going to watch which one. And Channel 4, which shows Hollyoaks, was a bit late to the game. And they introduced Hollyoaks in, in um, about 25 years ago. So 95, it would have been. And um, they decided that instead of going with the traditional kind of dreary, uh, very realistic British soap appeal, they would have like a, a colourful, bright, energetic soap opera, which also dealt with some real issues that were going on in the UK uh, and they've won tons of awards um, their storylines for their characters for their actors for their writers um, and I joined the show uh, a couple of years ago and at the point that I joined the show they just won um, the best British soap for 2019 so the work that they've done to get up to the same level as, as the big shows in the UK has been phenomenal and uh, it just you know it goes to show that it's still growing and it, now that I'm on the show and you know I post about it there's now people in the US that are ordering it on Hulu and there's you know so it's it's still got room to grow um but it's it's an amazing show they put out five episodes a week which you know as you know doing a radio show is is a lot of work um and they consistently update their storylines to reflect what's going on in the UK and to be honest Outside of all of that, outside of how, how good they are at it, uh, I love working every day, uh, especially something that you know I kind of dreamed of doing when I was a lot younger. So for me, it's absolutely ideal, and it's been a great uh, kind of training ground for me as well. Um, so yeah, I absolutely love it. The soap world is mental. It's absolutely crazy. Scripts get changed at the last minute. Uh, scenes get put in that you didn't have a clue about before, but what they say is if you can if you can work on a soap you can work on anything it's the most mental dramatic fun place to work and uh, and it's been an invaluable experience for me so far and hopefully something that will project me onto onto more work you know around the world and onto something such as Vanderpump rules or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling stranger things. That's uh, Strange- that's the big one, right? <laughs> good call. Very good call. Yeah, Netflix you can get yourself uh on Netflix. They like to recast their former cast uh on former True. productions on there. If I don't know if you've noticed that, but it's like, "Wait, I saw you on this film, this film, now you're on this show." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. yeah, that that's the that's the dream right there. Um, but who knows? You know, I'm I'm very I'm very open to to anything um, in the future. So I'm just quite happy to 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 do my best on Hollyoaks while I'm on there, and then see what happens afterwards. Can you tell us more about your role on Hollyoaks? Yeah, so I play a police officer with a ridiculous name. Uh, the police officer's name is PC George Kiss. His last <laughs> name is Kiss, which is ridiculous, but it's actually a real last name, believe it or not. It's Hungarian. Really? <laughs> so they've managed to they've managed to swindle me and pull that off. But um, it's 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 been good actually because it's a it's a talking point, it's an icebreaker, and it's been a, a running joke in the show. Um, so it's been really good. So I play a police officer who comes in at the beginning and he's very charming and, 
and everyone kind of likes him and trusts him. But um, as of recently, he's been showing a, a bit of a nasty side, a bit of a dark side, and it seems to be that his uh, his persona seems to be spiraling into something that makes other people uncomfortable. And uh, he's, 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 he's now got a sense of danger about him, uh, which I think is only going to get more and more bitter and hateful. So it's a really fun part to play because I got to be the nice guy and I'm getting to turn into um, a bit of a handful as well. So uh, I couldn't have asked for a, a cooler role and it's been, um, yeah, it's obviously, it's been talked about a lot. Um, I've just been nominated for an award, um, Best Newcomer for a British Soap, which is really cool in the Inside Soap Awards. Uh, so yeah, I'm honestly delighted. Couldn't have Couldn't have had a better start. Congratulations, and I'm very proud of you, honestly. Yeah, thanks, man. Any closing thoughts or shout-outs that you'd like to give? Closing thoughts? Um, <laughs> now I'm on the spot, I can't think. Uh, I suppose uh, closing thoughts is just, it's been fun, really fun to do this. Uh, I've only done a couple of uh, TV and online interviews and stuff, so this is one of the first, hopefully, of many, but it's been a real, uh, real pleasure talking to you, and uh, hopefully we get to do this again. Um, maybe, you know, maybe with another song or something like that, but I'll definitely keep you in the loop with anything that comes out uh, from my end, and yeah. I'm going to hold you to it because I really, really would like for you to uh, you know, to let all of the listeners here on Power 98.5, especially in the United States, uh, you know, you've got your fans here. And what better way for people to get a much easier access to you here than, you know, if they can't get a hold of you either through, you know, streaming or through any radio or uh, any digital content that's happening out there in the UK. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'll definitely, you'll be the first one I call. Caleb, thank you very much for being here on live on air with Stephen Cuoco on power 98.5. Let everyone know where they can find you on all your socials and website. Uh, all the socials are Callum under slash care under slash one uh, or underscore. I can't remember what you call that. Callum Care one with little underscores between. Uh, that's, I think, that's my username for pretty much everything. Otherwise, just type in Callum Care. Um, and I think that's about it. If you if you can get access to watch Hollyoaks, definitely tune in. It's a great show. It's fun. It's mad. Uh, and it's dramatic. Um, and if not, listen out for my music on Spotify and Apple Music. Let the listeners know what day and time is Hollyoaks air. UK time is 6.30 p.m. every weekday, which would be 1.30 p.m. Eastern time, uh, East Coast time. But I think you can get it on demand on Hulu. Okay, perfect. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, I think there's a, there's quite a few people watching it via Hulu, so you can get it there. Um, but if there's ever any update or if it's moving channels or if, it's, if it ever comes over to the States, uh, again, I'll let you know. Please. Caleb Kerr, everyone, go check out his new single eventually, streaming on all platforms, Hollyoaks. And Caleb, you've got a home here at Power 98.5. Stephen Coco, you're a legend. You're a professional. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you.
Send us on your socials and let's connect.